Welcome to the Write, Sell, Succeed podcast, where it's all about the message you convey that compels your customers to pay. And now, here's your host, Gloria Rand. Welcome to Write, Sell, Succeed. I am Gloria Rand, your host of the podcast. And as always, I'm delighted that you have uh, decided to join me today and uh, get some tips, uh, especially uh, this time of year. It is December when I'm recording this, and that means the holiday shopping season is upon us. Whether you celebrate Hanukkah or Christmas or Kwanzaa, anything out there, you know, you know, you're being bombarded with messages. But as a business owner, hopefully you're taking advantage of the season as well to do some marketing of your own. So I wanted to talk to you today about the state of social shopping and how to be able to uh, take advantage of social media to be able to promote your products and services during the holiday season. So first thing I wanted to talk about is Pinterest. Now, Pinterest actually rolled out Bible pins earlier this year, and where a, you'll find you can have a blue buy it button can, will appear right on one of your pins. And that is a great thing because now a visitor to Pinterest who is scrolling through can actually click on that button and they'll be able to buy that item directly through Pinterest. And you, uh, payment is made via Apple Pay or a credit card that you have, uh, that's stored on a user's, I should say, that is stored on a user's Pinterest account. So for those of you who may not be aware about the opportunity that Pinterest provides you, let me give you, uh, share with you a few statistics. So Pinterest now has around 100 million users, including 42% of all adult female internet users in the United States. That's huge. <laughs> that is really huge. Now, 93% of Pinterest users actually use Pinterest to research purchases and 87% I purchased an item because of Pinterest. And I got to tell you, guilty as charged. I have done that too. I actually saw, uh, this was a couple years ago, still when Pinterest was fairly new, but I saw an ad, um, a Pinterest thing for a customizable chocolate bar. Um, it's actually, I found out later that they had been on Shark Tank. Didn't get any money though. Um, I thought it was a cool concept, but Although maybe not, because I did only order from them once, didn't I? Hmm, yeah, so I guess maybe the sharks were right not to give them any money. Anyway, um, so, so you, people do make, uh, purchases on Pinterest. And, oh, here's another interesting statistic. Shopify has reported that the conversion rates for buyable pins are twice as high than those for other pins. Plus, buyable pins currently are offered at no cost. So, if you are not taking advantage of that, you need to apply to Pinterest and see if you can use them. So they are only available in the U.S. on iPhone and iPad, though. Mm. So you are a little bit limited there. But um, they're also available to companies working with specific e-commerce engines, such as Shopify, uh, Big Commerce, Magento. So you'll have to, you know, see if you are doing something like that. But what is good is that users can discover pins either through their traditional text search or Pinterest's newly launched visual search feature. So, so that's an interesting thing to keep in mind. Now, another social media platform that you might want to consider is Instagram. 
When Instagram launched its new API uh, this past summer, they added direct response functionality for certain advertisements. So now buttons can prompt users to shop now, learn more, download now, similar to what they have on Facebook, actually. So this is, you know, in the case of advertising for apps. Now, Instagram reached 400 million monthly active users in September, actually surpassing Twitter in the process. And they're expected to reach more than a third uh, of U.S. Internet users by 2019. So if you haven't thought about getting involved with Instagram, this is a good time to start getting into that. And and plus, a, a Forrester study has also found that fan engagement rates on Instagram were 58 times higher than Facebook and 120 times higher than Twitter. That's pretty impressive as well. So here's the deal. Advertisers are able to target uh, users not only based on demographic information, but also through Facebook data because Facebook owns Instagram. So that's really cool that you get that benefit of Facebook. Now, but there is a little limitation here because they're only... um, you're not sure how available Instagram ads are. So you're going to have to kind of check and see if you will be able to use them because it's mostly been the big brands right now, but they are rolling them out to smaller companies as well. So you'll have to kind of check that out and see if that will work for you. Now, another platform that you might want to consider, though, for advertising is YouTube. YouTube began rolling out dynamic ads in TrueView pre-roll videos back in May. And so these ads can display products related to the content of the video being viewed. So this is a really good opportunity because according to Google, in 2015, product review videos jumped 50% compared to 2014. And a couple companies did some, some tests of this and Wayfair found that revenue per impression tripled compared to past campaigns. And Sephora actually saw an average view time of nearly two minutes with an 80% lift in consideration and 54% lift in ad recall. So that's pretty good as well. So what's good about YouTube is that products are dynamically added to in-stream videos based on your demographic and contextual information. And you can also, it could be used for remarketing. And it's available to AdWords advertisers via Google's Merchant Center. So the only limitation, though, is that the rollout of cards also led YouTube to change how it charges advertisers for TrueView ads. So if people click on any card elements, YouTube is going to charge the advertiser even if they choose to skip the ad after doing so. So previously, marketers have only had to pay if people watch their full ad or at least 30 seconds of a longer video. So you're going to have to test this out because you could wind up spending a lot of money on advertising. So you'll have to really see if that's going to be uh, worth the effort for you. Okay, so let's do, uh, there's two other platforms I want to just talk to you about briefly here. Uh, one, of course, is Twitter. Now, Twitter, uh, you know, they've had a little limited success rolling out social shopping. Uh, including an Amazon cart integration and a partnership with American Express. So Twitter users do have a more favorable demographic breakdown than typical social shoppers, which is good. And for instance, 23% have a household income of $100,000 or more. 30% 
or well, actually that's all social shoppers, but Twitter users, 30% actually have a household income of 100000 or greater. And, and their demographics are really good too, because 45% of Twitter users are 18 to 34, which is really important for a lot of companies to be able to reach those. So Bible pins are available. Bible pins? No. Um, I don't think they meant to say this. I'm, I'm getting this information from an infographic, which I am going to share with you at the end. But I think I'm going to skip that because I'm not, I think they meant Bible buttons mainly. Buy buttons are only available to U.S. retailers right now. But users can be targeted by username, keyword groups, interests, and geolocation. So it is worthwhile. And of course, the gorilla of the social marketing world is Facebook. And of course, Facebook has been very active as a place for you to be able to advertise Let's face it, it's the most popular app for the average smartphone user, accounting for 10% of total usage time, according to a Forrester survey. And it's just got a ton of opportunity for you to be able to, uh, be able to, uh, reach consumers who are looking to buy. Because you can target really well, uh, beyond demographic and location. Users can be targeted based on purchasing behavior, life events, and you can create a custom audience based on your email database, which is huge. So this is really, uh, you know, you can test out the advertising that they have there. And I think it can be really beneficial for you. So there you have it. There's some ways to be able to use social media to be able to promote your products and services this holiday season. So I hope you got some value out of that, um, this podcast today. And if you did, I encourage you to please leave me a review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. And if you want to be able to get more uh, marketing tips on how to promote your business and how to attract your ideal client, I encourage you to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Um, and I would love to be able to uh, connect with you as well on social media. You can find me on Facebook, find me on Twitter, at Gloria Rand, and use the hashtag WriteSellSucceed. And that way I know that you're one of our podcast listeners. So until next time, I am Gloria Rand wishing you much peace, love, and prosperity. Thanks for listening to the Write, Sell, Succeed podcast. Want more information? Visit GloriaRand.com. And don't forget to follow Gloria on Twitter at Gloria Rand. Let Gloria know you're listening. Use the hashtag WriteSellSucceed. Succeed.